Sacred Fire Awakening is powered by 22 Lions, a bookstore and independent publisher of original literary fiction and inspirational non-fiction, working in promoting books that can change the way you see the world, but also changing and creating better human beings. To know more, visit www.22lions.com. Welcome to the episode of today. Today I'll be talking about relationships. It's a topic that most people want to know about, especially in what regards knowing how they work, why they work, or why they don't work, and how can we make them work again. Most people, they know more or less how to keep a relationship. They know at least some basic principles about it. But because those principles do not apply nowadays in most cases, we see more separations, more divorces, more people basically quitting, putting the efforts. But what kind of efforts are they really putting into it? You see, many people that quit their relationship, they think that they are putting the right efforts. And most of those efforts are put on communication. They don't feel themselves understood by the other person. Communication is one of the material aspects of relationships. There are many others. As a matter of fact, the energy world around us and within us manifests in our relationships. And that's why sometimes we feel like we cannot communicate with people. To communicate well, we must understand this energy field. There are rules, chemical rules, spiritual rules, that manifest in the physical world. When we understand them, we can understand the relationships. We can actually relax about it. And you, when you become good enough, you start to not worry about it anymore. Because you can see these manifestations occurring all the time and you will know what to do. Simply putting it, people come together or apart because of one thing only. It's called vision. They either share or they don't share the same vision. Now a person that is not aware of herself or himself may not even know what kind of visions he has, may not even be aware of which ones are or not his own visions. 
Most people are brainwashed by the media to believe and want certain things. They are brainwashed by magazines and even by their friends and their relatives. And that's how they lose the chance to actually find what they need and what they want. If they could believe themselves, it will be easier for them to set the goal. When they can't, the partner has to put extra efforts. But talking about it won't solve it. So in a way, it's true that lack of communication can destroy a relationship. Excess of communication as well. Especially when this excess of communication is perceived as disrespect. So how can we pass our vision to the other person? We can't. There is something called free will. The other person must have the free will to accept or to refuse a certain vision. Ironically, the reason why we meet such people in our lives, it's because before they met us, they already had the same vision. So what we feel in society is a connection of visions. We are just blind to it. What we call the third eye, the perspective of God or the crown chakra, the ultimate vision of reality, means to understand something that others many times do not understand even inside themselves. When you can make another person happy and that person cannot make herself happy, you are proving to have an upper control over that person's reality. And isn't it what we see in children? As a father or a mother, you have the power to make them happy, but they do not have the power to make themselves happy. It's very easy for a child to get lost on television or internet and feel sad. They do not have full control over themselves. A child born in the wrong conditions will feel miserable. A child born in a poor environment will feel sad. And a child born in a family environment full of violence will absorb that sadness. So as an adult, you do have the power to make a child happy or unhappy. And the child usually accepts what the adult gives or perceives. As adults, many times we forget that what we are dealing with most of the times are not other adults, but children in grown-up bodies. Many adults over 30 or 40 or 50 or 60 are still stuck in a child mentality. And therefore they are driven by their desires, 
by their confusions, by what they see in others. Now, we could ask this question, is it possible for us to fabricate happiness, to build happiness, or to believe something new that we did not believe before? I could say that the answer is yes and no, depending on free will. Free will can be something very abstract, obviously, but it's not difficult to understand. One of the most interesting things that I notice in people that create conflicts is that they are suffering from a lack of self-awareness. And it's not that difficult to solve that. Even though we can say that not all relationships are meant to last, not all friendships are meant to last. When you share a vision with another person, that person has the same vision as you. Then that relationship is meant to happen and to continue. Of course, if we do not know ourselves and what kind of visions we have, it will be difficult to communicate that with the other person. The most realistic and also material part of reality that comes from a vision are children. And that's why I mentioned this topic. The most subtle desire that comes from the energy field to make a certain vision come true is sex. And many times people engage in quick relationships, in relationships based only on sex, because they lack this vision of themselves and the world. Otherwise, they will look at things from a different angle. People always come together because they share something for the future. Not for the present, but for the future. And the more difficult it is for them to communicate with one another, the more important their vision is, the more important they are to one another. Because there is certainly something that the other person can offer to us, as we can offer to that person. We come together to change ourselves to alchemically change our bodies and our souls. And we always meet the right person to help us do that. Now, if we are changing and the other person is not, there is an imbalance here. And whenever there is imbalance, there is the danger of breaking up or divorcing, basically separating from the other. It does not mean, however, that we will meet a better person. Many times it does occur, but only when we are ready. We can meet a better person when we put efforts in a relationship and the relationship is not working according to our goals. We are trying to achieve a certain purpose in life trying to bring the other person with us towards that purpose and the other person is trying to stop us or change us that kind of relationship is meant to end 
when the other person is supporting our purpose, then sometimes one is closer to it and the other one not so much. But the relationship is working because both are cooperating for the same end. And there are many qualities to human beings for us to be able to judge what kind of relationship should match or not. That is another misunderstanding people have. They focus too much on appearances. They focus too much on uh, personalities, age gaps, backgrounds, cultures, races, if we can call race because there is no such thing. Skin color, facial attributes, morality, religion. People focus too much on superficial things. But the human qualities are much more uh, abundant. They show much more variety than what we can judge. So let me give you an example. Knowledge. Knowledge without persistence means nothing. So if one person has a knowledge and the other one has the persistence, that's a good combination. Let me give you another one. Love and self-awareness. Love without self-awareness means nothing. It's foolish. You must know yourself to know who to love and how to love. When a person loves the other and the other person focuses attention on self-awareness, on social awareness, then that's a perfect combination as well. Let me give you another one. Aggression and kindness. When one person is too aggressive and the other one is too kind, they balance one another. The kind one will eventually feel safer. The aggressive one will eventually calm himself down. You see, the relationships only fail when one of the characteristics exceeds the other, when aggression becomes violence. It is okay to be aggressive towards work, towards our goals, our principles. It is not okay to use aggression to impose ourselves on others or to force something on other people. Aggression is only acceptable as a defense mechanism The same thing with kindness. To stalk another person is not to be kind, is to be abusive. The same thing with love. To love another person without respecting the other person's identity and will is not to love, is to suffocate the other person. So you see, many times people think that they are loving and they are not, because they are not seeing this balance. They are focusing too much on their own ego and their own needs. 
that you have to look at the other person and why you meet them. Because there is always a balance there that you must understand. This balance is always alchemical. We are in this life to evolve into a certain level. We are on this planet for a specific reason. This is a material planet, a material reality. Everything here shows itself through material means. In higher realities, we will experience more subtle manifestations. But we will not reach them until we pass this one. So it is wrong to expect to go to a heaven or a paradise without learning how to live on earth. And I'm not saying that you have to accept earth as it is, because that's certainly not the way as well. But you have to understand what is the purpose of earth. Because everything comes with a meaning. There is a purpose why you are here, there is a purpose why you have to learn from it and move on to another reality. And if you can see this reality from a positive angle, you will see that it is actually quite beautiful. When you understand life, you will actually feel much happier. And when you understand your limitations, when you respect your own weaknesses and limitations, you will also experience more peace. It's all about understanding how this balance works in us, through us and with us. Your responsibility over others has limits. Your responsibility over life and the planet has limits. And you always operate within these limits. You have two arms, two legs. You operate within these limits. People that do not have arms or cannot walk operate within other limits. It does not mean that they are more limited than other people. That's another misjudgment. A person that cannot walk can have and develop more capacities than one that can walk and spends the whole day sitting in a couch, for example. It just depends on how you look at things. And even though I do not want to talk about misfortunes today, I can tell you that, like any other misfortune, they happen to us to force a certain growth in a certain direction. Sadly, sometimes those misfortunes are devastating for us and others. Including the biggest of one, which is death. At some point we all have to die. So that we can move on. the reality in which we are again moving forward. And sometimes we enter a certain reality only to experience certain things. And once we do, we are ready to move on to another one. 
There are reasons, and they are as complex as our identity is complex. So how can we guarantee that the relationship can sustain itself in time? When we understand that all reality is composed of the same thing, energy. That energy moves through conscious will. Conscious will comes from desire. Desire comes from visions. When the desire and the vision are misaligned, we are misaligned. And many times we regret certain decisions because they were made out of misalignment. Not many people know the difference between love and lust. Not many people know the difference between a spiritual relationship and a physical one. Not many people know the difference between knowledge and wisdom, or between dreams and illusions, or between visions and selfishness or selfish desires. And that's why we have relationships, that's why we have a family, that's why we have friends. Because they reflect at us what we are doing, so that we can make conscious decisions. It does not mean that we have to accept what they think or what they say. They are just there to make us look at what we are doing. In a relationship, this is even more intense. The other person is there to show us what we are doing. And certainly, sometimes we are confused. But when, whenever you are confused, you can go back to the root of the issue. And ask yourself, what is your vision? Ask the other person, what is her vision? And as you both share that vision, it will be easier to understand why you are together. Many times we are surprised by what the other person says to us. Typically, most men have visions for the future, things they want to achieve or accomplish. Most women have visions for the present. It does not mean that it has to happen like this. I'm just stating an observation, what is common. Now, we cannot say that the vision for the present or the future, that one of these visions is more important. When I talk about vision, I'm talking about something very abstract, but also very personal. The other person's vision for the present may very well need, may very well be what you need for your vision for the future. And your vision for the future may very well be what the other person needs for her vision in the present. A vision in the present can be to raise children with love and abundance. A vision, a vision for the future can be to have a better job or a higher salary. And as you can see, the two of them combined. Because the future is eventually a present. And the present of today is the future of yesterday. Everything combines into one.
And one person may work very hard because he wants to achieve something in the future. And the other person may be complaining at present time because the environment is not clean or the dishes are not washed. And well, it's a fact that you need the stability in the present. You need a safe and clean environment so that you can work more freely for the future you desire. One person may say that cooking is the most important thing for her. And another person may say that work is the most important thing for him. And yet, without good food, you will not have the energy to work. Without work and achievement, you cannot have the money to buy the food you want. So you see, the two things combine. There are many, many ways, infinitive ways, to combine reality. And it's this kind of magic that makes relationships magical as well. Obviously, sometimes it can lead us to happiness, other times to sadness or frustration or even anger. But when we understand why two persons come together, relationships gain a very strong meaning. Some people enter our lives not to give us anything, but just to be themselves. Now, I challenge you to look at things from this angle. Look at the person that is near you and ask yourself why that person entered your life if he or she has nothing to give you. And you will see that they are there just to be themselves because they have things in their personality that you do not possess. And by observing them, you will attract those things to you. You will experience them more. If you are too serious and the other person is always laughing, well, that's a good combination. The other person is there to be what you cannot. If you are persistent in your life and the other person is not, you should not get angry at the other person. You should just be yourself. Your persistence will rub off on the other person. And the other person will admire you for that persistence. The other person will become more persistent because you are persistent. Now imagine two people in which one knows how to plan and the other does not. Well, if the other person sees you planning all the time, your activities and your tasks, at some point the other person will start to do the same thing. Maybe not as good as you, but if you don't complain about it, if you don't criticize the other person, he or she will continue to copy you until one day he or she can do the same as you. So as you see, we always meet to interact, to share a vision. There is a big vision that we all share without refusal or misunderstandings. And that's reality. Whenever there is a misunderstanding about reality, we call that person crazy. And yet, what is reality but just energy, atoms and molecules? So you see, we are all here on this planet sharing sharing a vision. 
And when we see something beautiful on this planet and someone else does not, then there is something wrong with that person. Not, what, not with the planet and not with the one that can see the beauty in it. The easiest way to share a vision with a person is to connect that person to reality. A reality that we can see as well. When you admire a tree or a bird or an animal and you show it to the other person, that is the easiest way to connect that person to reality and to share a vision with that person. Sometimes I'm next to people that are feeling sad or frustrated. And when I notice something beautiful like a bird or the blue sky, I share with them. Interestingly, they didn't notice most of the times that the sky was blue and beautiful. They were so inside themselves, they didn't saw the sky. They could not see this. And they are happy when they notice the sky is blue. How ironic. The same thing can be done with admiration. You can look at the other person and admire something that you see in that person. It can be her earrings, her dress, her jacket. As long as it is honest and honest observation of yours, you are passing admiration to the other person. And that vision is a shared vision, is a reality. Now, if you want to talk about seduction, here you have the most powerful tool, admiration. If you want to talk about love, you have to go one step further to combine admiration with a vision. And that vision is a spiritual aspect of the relationship, so it may or may not be shared. And that is the difference between feeling lust or admiration and falling in love. Love is always something bigger, with more meaning wider, just as reality is. And you have to be humble enough to recognize that there are many characteristics to reality that you may not be aware of. Every day you are getting in contact with more and more things that you did not perceive before. And the more open-minded you are, the more you will see them. 